This episode of Prospect 57 contains scenes of sexual violence that some listeners may find distressing. Jesus. What's going on? Good morning, evening and night and welcome to the Prospect 57 podcast. My name is Nick and I'm a Libra. Last time we were all together, things ended on a bit of an awkward note. We have to do something. She is out of control and she knows too much. I never wanted to do it this way, but it's already set up. She can take the fall, and then she's out of everyone's hair. I know it's a lot to ask, but I need this. I have no other choice if Nick plans to out everything. I know. We have to do something, but we have to be clever. Okay. Thank you, Aaron. As most of you have probably figured out, that was my best mate Aaron selling me out to Monica. The conniving little fuck. Nick, really? What? She was a bitch. She's scared. She's scared of what you're going to do, and if I were in her situation, I'd probably be thinking the same thing. You'd be gone. Gone, girl. Gone. Right, noticed. Now, last night after I had tuned into the bar recordings and overheard this whole exchange, I received a call. Fucking hell, it's him. I know you heard that. Heard what? You're sitting on your bloody bed listening to what's going on in the bar, and I know you heard that conversation with Monica. Oh. Well, yeah, I did. Care to enlighten me on what the fuck you're doing? I was just throwing her off, man. You really think I'd sell you out after all this? You're the only one I trust. And I meant to believe that how? Because one, I'm your best friend. And two, if you don't, you'll have no one else. I'll have Ellen. Oh, will you? Because from what I can gather, she knows nothing about what's going on with Mon and sleeps beside the guy who's trying to get you done in. Hmm. Well, I guess I don't have much of a choice then. Uh, no, you don't. Bottom line is, my brother's still lying in a hospital bed fighting his way back to health. I won't forget who got him there. I don't blame her. Honestly, I don't. But how could I ever stand with her over you? But how can you not blame her, Aaron? Like, she comes asking you for help to fuck me over. And then she's as deep in it with Gary as Ellen. It's disgusting. But Nick, man, look how deep in all this money laundering crap she is. And then look at all of us in here. None of us are perfect. All of us have fucked up. But James... She doesn't know I know about James. She's just fucking terrified, running around trying to call all the favours she can to save herself and her kids. To be honest, I wish I could help her. We're all fucked. Helping her would mean throwing me to the dogs, man. Well, that's why I'm here instead. For James. For you. Yeah, I wanna dance. 
Somebody, somebody who loves me. Go on, my son. It's mental. Thinking back to Pride. That night. If we'd have gone over to the bar, if you hadn't have gone home with Ellen, if I hadn't have left my phone die. If Gary didn't exist. Fuck. Imagine. You have to think somehow he'll get what's coming to him. The only good end to this is it all comes out about James or the laundering and that still hurts Monica. Puts you at risk. He'll probably even get out of it. You just wish you had something to nail him, you know? Before you can even make plans. Yeah. Like, anonymous. Here. We need to talk to Jess, man. Yeah? Before James woke up, I listened to a tape recording in the office. She mentioned something weird about Gary, and I went back to recordings to hear it, and I never listened to the whole thing. But I think something happened. Like what? Why'd you never say? Just, I think, something with her and Gary. I never finished it with James waking up, Monica and all. But she might have something to say. Or she might give something away. We can suss. Should we listen to it now, so? I don't know. I think we should talk to her first. Like, we don't know what's on there. Or what's going on between them. Well, she was going in this morning, I saw. We head over to see the crack. Oh, fuck. Is this my first undercover reporter moment? Hey, bud. Oh, how's it going, guys? You win tonight? Uh, no, I'm not actually. Okay. Nah, man, we're, we're just heading over the shaw to meet the lads. Just working late. We're going to see if she wanted to come. Oh, Adam, man, no. She quit this morning. Said she was finished that day. No, no, there's no nothing. What? She say why? I don't know, guys. She said she going home. Didn't want to work her last week. She's gone. Fuck. Obviously, you ask me, you know what I'm going to say. That prick, he's got stuff dropping like flies. Young girls never stick around for too long, man. Fuck, Vanya. Thanks for letting us know. Nice girl. It's pretty shit, guys. Pretty fucking shit. All right, well, thanks, but anyway, I'll see you tomorrow. tomorrow. Goodbye, guys, yeah. Cheers, man. See you later. Right, lads. So, this is a case of all roads lead back to Gary. Fucking prick. Aaron, man. Some decorum for the listeners, please. Sorry. Feckin' prick? We tried to chat to Neve after Van. But she was up to her eyes. And we tried to call Jess. But no answer. So we've thought about it. And right now we're fighting the clock. Waiting for something to give. If Gary cracks before we get this out and turns Nick in, or Monica comes back to me with a plan, we're fucked. So we're going to listen to the tape and see if we can get some answers. Judge us if you will, but this could be our only way of nabbing Gary finally and getting this all out in the open. Right, shut up, Horatio Kane. Play the fucking thing, will you?
coming. Take care. Get home safe. Gary, you scared me. I thought I was the only one left. Ellen said I was locking up tonight after she let James go home sick. Oh, I was just doing some work in the office and lost track of time. All right. Well, I'll just wipe down the taps and bring out the bins then. No, don't. Sit down. Have a drink. Nick's opening up in the morning. Leave her to do that. Oh, no, it's, it's fine. I, I don't mind doing well, it. Well, I do. So, sit down. What do you want? <laughs> just a Coke. I don't really feel like drinking. I'm, I'm not going out or anything. I'm pouring you rum and Coke. Nightcap. Go on, I'll kill you. Okay. Yeah, all right. Hmm. Thanks. So, do you like working here? Yeah, loads. Do you not think I do? Oh, I do. I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> yeah, one of my favourites. I wouldn't want to see you unhappy. <laughs> Thanks. Well, I like it here, so... Yeah, good, good. Come here to me, will you? Excuse me? I said, come here to me. You're gorgeous. Come on, I've always liked you. Uh, Gary, what about Ellen? No, don't mind that. But... I don't want to talk about that right now, okay? We shouldn't. There's nothing to be afraid of. I mean, do you not fancy me? Come on, I know you do. It's not that I don't. Ah, oh, Jesse, don't make me think that it's all in my head. I'm sure you know everything that's going on with me and Ellen, but it's, it's just nice coming into work and seeing your face. Gary. It's not just me, is it? Come on, we, we do have a laugh. I wouldn't do this usually, I mean, this is just different. You're such a lovely girl. No, Gary, we can't. Why? If anyone ever found out... Nobody's gonna find out. It's just the two of us. You're such a lovely girl. Gary. wanted it too. Come on, you were enjoying it there. Like, no. Get off me. I'm sorry, I can't. Oh, Jess, don't do that. Come on, don't make me feel weird. I'm not. I'm sorry. I just. It's not anything you did. What? You should have told me if you didn't want to. If you didn't want to, if you want me to stop. For fuck's sake, I'm just. I just feel weird now. But that's. 
don't go spreading this around, right? I'm, I thought you wanted it. I won't. I'm sorry. Look, I'm just gonna go, alright? Gary! Look, I'll see you tomorrow or something. Turn it off. I'm trying. There. Shit. I know. Nick? I know. What are we? I don't know. That was... Uncomfortable. Yeah. No, more than that. Scumbag. Was that... Like, did she give... I, I don't know. I don't know if she said no either, though. But that's what I'm saying. She gave in. That's not exactly willing, is it? Doesn't sound like it. Christ. This is a lot. Nick, this changes things. Does it? We knew he was rotten. We just didn't know how deep the rot went. How do we handle this now, with regards to the guards? Do they accept things like this? Is it... Is it even... What we think it is? I'm not sure, Aaron. I'm really not. I don't know how to move on from this. It's not right anyway. People will agree with that. Aaron, no one can hear what's on here. Nobody. Even us hearing it looks bad. Really bad. I don't mean it like that. I'm not saying it's played in the next Spotify playlist at work. Before we go ahead with giving this to the guards, if we can even do that... Do you not think we should ask people about it? Not the staff. No, of course not. But what about a load of randoms? Like, give them a scenario and see what their responses is? Yeah, right. Well, I got no better ideas. Boss. Therefore, like, I'm pretty sure there's laws in the not only Irish Parliament but EU Parliament that uh, if you're someone's boss and you have power over them, you cannot exert yourself onto them. That's the first point I'd like to make. Second of all, I'm pretty sure in that story you said that basically there were times where she was like, oh, I'm not comfortable with this. For me, I'm not comfortable means I don't know yes or no. It's one or the other. They don't know. But not knowing yes or no is not an excuse to say yes if that makes any sense whatsoever. I had a third point, but I've totally forgotten it. So, like, of course it's a very hard situation to tell, but I think from the get-go she fancied him, she led him on, and, like, she went back with him. And from all she was doing, she was letting him know that she was into it. And so, from his perspective, obviously, he had to go ahead and... I think even after she initially said no and then but she let him to have his way with her again I suppose she it was clear like she fancied him she did want it to happen really so I do think that she was shown consent to him 
and obviously it was very confusing for him but I do think like if she didn't want to she should have been more clear and shouldn't shouldn't have let her on or let him on rather so in my opinion she's not giving consent now like that that's re- it's 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 ambiguous for the guy like her body language and her actions are saying yes like if she's allowing him to take her underpants down if she is kissing him and he's kissing her you know these these signs are saying yes to the guy they they're they're just they're screaming yes to the man and obviously he's in a state of like he's horny and he, he wants to get with her so you know he's not really paying attention to what she's saying she he's paying attention to what she's doing and what she's doing is she's allowing him to have his way with her or she's allowing him to do this sort of thing so for him that's a huge yes but i mean ultimately it comes down to that point of did she say no did she say that's not consensual and she did therefore it's not consensual after hearing all those different opinions I started to look back over other tapes I've passed over or only barely listened to. Something struck me about one tape that could be connected to Jess and what happened to her. Do you remember the night of the lock-in? It happened a little while ago. Monica and Ellen were talking about the possibility of mini Gary's being produced. And then just when Monica began to delve deeper into Ellen's problems with Gary, Ellen runs off and he enters. Not everyone sees the good in him, Ellen. But you and I know he does anything for the ones he loves. It's the side of him that would do anything for me that scares me. Imagine a child in that scenario. <laughs> Ellen, look like a fleeting girl, Chats. Will you go over here and stop ignoring me for foreigners and bleeding 22-year-old dykes? Fuck off, Gary. <laughs> I just... I don't want to add complication. And don't you think you already might have? Ellen, I think Gary's mood recently has a lot to do with... Flip. I just remembered I have to put out tomorrow's planner. Sorry. Where's she after? Planner or something. She's always running away. I don't think she can hide everything by being busy. Well, you'd prefer if it all came out? Are we talking hypothetically here, Mon? We're talking in general. In general, sometimes it's better for things to stay hidden, right? Well, only if they're hidden well. Isn't that right, Nicole? Huh? Secrets are a bit of crack once they manage to stay secret. Yeah? Uh, yeah? What's going on? Oh, nothing. Nothing, love. Uh, just, just discussing job satisfaction with my staff, you know? What if Gary wasn't talking about his wife's sordid affairs? What if he was talking about his own? Listening back on this tape sends shivers down my spine, mirroring the ones I felt previously in this episode. Gary wasn't talking about me and Ellen in that situation. He was talking about Jess and the fact that she's kept his dirty little secret for him. The hatred I feel for this man grows by the day. And it makes me wonder one glaringly obvious thing that I have until now hoped I wouldn't have to deal with. What 
does the person I care for most in the world see in this animal? Ellen, the brilliant, put-together, mediating mind behind Prospect. What is she doing with a brute like him? And what does that say about me? I'm going to have to find out. Is this our spot now? Sure, why not? There's practically no coverage and we're round the corner from the bar. We're having a sandwich and our coffee. Relax yourself. I'll relax more if you take your hand off my back. Jesus. Does Gary get this treatment or do you reserve it just for me? Considering we're married and I don't have to scold him for touching me too often, so no. When did you two meet? Gary and I. Yeah. During college. Second year. We both studied business and entrepreneurship. Romantic. Was he as much of a prick then as he is now? Don't start. I'm only messing. But really though, like, how do you guys start? You want to know that? Yeah. I'm weird. (laughs) Alright. So we went to college together. We ran in the same group. He was friends with my boyfriend at the time. When we graduated from college, my boyfriend moved to Canada to start an internship and I had my heart set on opening my own place. I was hoping for a bar, but I had to get more experience before I'd even attempt anything else. Gary wanted the same. The two of us started at the same restaurant just off Henry Street and we worked our way up into managerial positions. It was around then that Gary started to tell me that he'd always liked me. We do late shifts together and spend practically every day together. So it only made sense that we'd end up going out, you know? Sure. You're painting a bit like a puppy dog here, Alan. Well, he was a young lad in his 20s who was in love, like Aaron. He kind of was. So we worked there for nearly two years. My parents decided that they wanted to invest in something, and who better to invest in than me, right? They gave me the money to start my own business, and I asked Gary to come in with me, be business partners. The next day, he asked me to be life partners. (laughs) I said yes. I got my bar and the life I have now. But Gary's not the same as he used to be. He's no longer a young lad in love, is he? He's 30 with a lot of issues. Scenic, you don't know him. No, you don't. Being with me can't be easy. I take a lot and I don't give a lot in return. I expect a lot from him, and when he doesn't deliver it, it puts a strain on our relationship. I think that's built something up in him. He's a lot more defensive than he used to be. Gary, when I first met him, wouldn't tap off someone if they tried to get him first. He was never violent. And he he wouldn't purposely hurt anyone before now. That's all new. What? Nick, what's... Who said anything about him being violent? Hmm? Who said anything about him? You know what I mean. Uh, no. I definitely don't know what you mean. What do you mean he was never violent? Wouldn't purposefully hurt anyone? You know what I mean, Nick. Leave it alone. What you getting up for? You've pissed me off, that's why. Have I hit a nerve? Don't be a fucking child, Nick.
Well, that was interesting. If I understand one thing since all this began, it's avoidance. She knows a lot more than she's letting on. And if she thinks I'm going to drop it now because it's her, she could not be more wrong. I've been Nick. Stay tuned, folks. A young man was found on Cable Street earlier this morning in the midst Prospect of the Prospect has its secrets. Who the fuck you think you are, you little dyke bitch? Oh, sorry, I just can't live with myself. What's all this about recordings, Nick? What the fuck have you been playing at? I've been Nick. Stay tuned, folks. The Prospect 57 podcast is brought to you by the Headstuff Podcast Network in association with Queer Moon Productions. Prospect 57 is recorded in Dublin City Centre, mixed and edited by Taz Kelleher, produced by Taz Kelleher and the Headstuff Podcast Network. If you like Prospect 57, tune in to the next episode. The Boss. This has been a production of the Headstuff Podcast Network. 